I'm Elise Wittick at Dermcast Studios, and today we have Scott Arndt, the director at large, and Gina Mangan, who is our DLI forum moderator. Thanks for being here today, you two. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Scott, question for you first. Um, why, why should someone be a diplomate? What are the benefits? Well, I think that if you're continually trying to improve yourself as a clinician for your patients and your clinic, it's just another opportunity to learn a wide spectrum of topics. Myself, I'm involved in surgery 80% of the time. I'm fairly weak in pediatrics and pharmacology. This gave me an opportunity to dive into those two topics and come out, I would say, a better PA. How about you, Gina? I agree. I felt that it expanded my knowledge of medical dermatology. And I feel as physician assistants, we only get a small amount of training in dermatology. This gave us an opportunity to kind of step up to the plate with our physicians and be at the point where they are at. And are there any specific clinic benefits that you have seen? For myself, while I'm in the clinic, after doing the DLI, I felt I was able to build my differential diagnosis. When I saw a patient and was trying to diagnose them, initially before the DLI, I'd have two differential diagnoses in my head. After the DLI, I had four or five things in my head. And what was your experience with that, Scott? Very similar. Um, specifically with ordering lab tests, there were some lab tests maybe I was not that familiar with, and maybe I was ordering too much of one lab, maybe not enough of another. So when I would see cases and patients, I was just um, able to decipher much faster and more accurately which test to order for, for my patients. And I know that they have a lot of ways to get your CME units. What, what differs with the DLI? Why do the DLI on top of that CME? In this situation, you're given a case study that you have to read, and you have to formulate maybe what labs to order, then come up with a differential diagnosis, and then come up with a final diagnosis and a treatment plan. Sitting in uh, conferences, which is wonderful, listening to speakers, you can pick and choose which ones maybe you feel you're weak at and learn that way. But this is a, this is a journey from a case study, dragging you through, putting you through all these different aspects. And, and I think that you end up with um, broader knowledge of a topic. And Gina, how would you say this differs from the CME? I agree with what Scott said. I think it makes it real, as if this is a real patient in your clinic, and this is actually what you're doing with every patient you see. You're building a, di a differential diagnosis. You're then thinking in your head, what labs do I need to order? What x-rays do I need to order? What biopsies should I do? Then after that, okay, once I get the diagnosis, what is my treatment and what are all the treatments out there and which treatment is going to be best for this particular patient. So I think it makes it more real for you versus just sitting in a conference hall. What kind of resources can you find when you hit that point where you just don't know where to go next? What do you think, Scott? Uh, they have lots of um, resources online for you, um, forum moderators, and, if, and they'll walk you through. Just, just the modules themselves, you can play with them, and if you take your time, you can back up a little bit and um, maybe solve the problem yourself. Mm -hmm. But if you can't and you get frustrated, then at the end there's form folks to help you, uh, that'll, whether it's by phone or online. Mm -hmm. And Gina, do you know more about that? 
Yeah, the DLI has links to resources. So you can easily click on a link and it sends you to a resource there where you can read up on that diagnosis, that lab, that sort of thing, which I used a lot. And then of course I used my books that I have. But then also what I found what really helped me anytime I was having difficulty, first I always tried to do it on my own. Then if I had difficulty, I went straight to the forum. I didn't post my question right off the bat. I looked at prior posts that other participants had posted, and I grabbed information from that post, and that helped me tons. What did you personally do, Scott, when you got stuck with your DLI? Very similar. Just see what other um, members were having, what, what difficulties they were having, seeing if I can, I like solving things myself, so if I could just hang in there, get different clues, go back, read some more, use our books, use our resources. But I will admit, there were a few times where I had to pick up the phone or email, and they were very prompt on not giving me the answer, but just assisting me to get the answer for that, that module. So. And as the moderator on the DLI, when someone does post something, I'll try to get to them within a day or two, because I still seeing patients and that sort of thing. But what I try to ask the individual is I don't just give them the answer. I'll ask them, give me your differential diagnosis you're working off of. Give me the labs you're using. Give me your treatment options. And then I'll compare it to what I have in my notes. And I may just say, OK, add this, add that. And that may get them to their final answer. Or you'll say, you were close. Keep trying. Oh, I always Was do that say you? that, too. <laughs> I can't remember. There's been so many posts. <laughs> well, thank you. They're very you. helpful. <laughs> I can I can see that you have you'll be answering most forum questions then as the modulator. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Well, thank you both for coming in and sharing your personal experience with the DLI and also helping those um, as they enter into their new DLI modules. My pleasure. Thank My you. Pleasure. Thank, thank you. you.